Welcome everyone back to the Roto Sharks NBA podcast. We have the full crew here tonight. You got myself, Size. We got Dylan, our GPP expert, and then Ryan. Happy birthday to Ryan, uh, our cash pro expert. Um, fellas, let's just jump right into um, what happened on the day slate. I feel like uh, me and Dylan, uh, we did the pod last night. We did miss you, Ryan. We got to talk about Detroit without you. Uh, we'll start with you, Ryan, since you missed yesterday. Uh, give me a couple things you liked about the day slate. You got right, uh, even though you wasn't on the podcast, and a couple things you got wrong. Yeah, um, I definitely got wrong. John Morant, I'll admit that there. Um, I thought in a high-paced game, I thought this game would stay close, um, which it did with Morant on the floor. But um, there's a couple things we're not going to talk about with the Memphis team. No excuses. It's just um, Memphis's coach does need to be fired. I will say that. Him along with uh, OKC on the top of the firing for me right now. Um, and then, see, so yeah, I got him wrong totally. I thought high-paced game, terrible Washington guard defense. Uh, I thought he would dominate, um, but that's whatever shit happens. I got uh, Jared Allen right. I knew he would be a stud. Over, I mean, Evan Mobley didn't play bad. So he hasn't been doing anything else. It's like the Mo Bamba, Wendell Carter situation. I got that completely right the other day. Um, when I said that, because Mobley just doesn't get anything else besides points right now. And um, that's what's hurting him right now. That's why his price keeps going down. Um, so until one of them starts and one of them doesn't, I don't think you can play Mobley. The same thing, I don't think you can play Bamba until they decide to bench one of them. Because when they're both on the floor, it just it, it does not work. So, yeah. What about on your side, Dylan? Um, I got DeJounta Murray very right. So far, he's the second highest person, scoring person on slate. At low ownership, nonetheless. Um, I said I still liked Gary Trent last night. and was Scotty Barnes back, and Gary Trent hit 7.2x. I also liked Jared Allen last night. I said if you're going to play anybody from Cleveland, it, was, it had to be either Mobley or Allen. Although, uh, Darius Garland didn't do bad either. Got Anthony Edwards wrong today. He had a letdown game today. Um, Bomba and Carter both did all right. Um, thus far, I got Charlotte very wrong. Charlotte's having a tough game right now. Although it looks like we got Darren Fox right. He's doing very well. He's at almost 30 FanDuel points with a whole quarter still to go. We got Thad Young very right. Thad Young hit like 7.6x or something like that today. He had a great game. Cade hit a little bit over value. So we got we got a few things right, a few things wrong, that's for sure. I would really for like sure. Terry and uh, Miles Bridges to pick it up right now, too. For sure. I mean, we was in love with Aaron Fox, and I think, um, you know, he's part of our Two Minds lineup. Uh, that was... Actually, who I started my lineup with was um, I started with Darren Fox because I didn't want to get off of him, to be honest with you. I didn't want anything to um, take me away from him, so I automatically started with him. Uh, the second player I started with was Kate Cunningham. I just thought he was the best value on the slate, um, even though, I mean, you know, he didn't – I thought he was going to go for 30-plus Fando points again, but um, as Ryan was telling us in the Discord, because obviously he was watching the game, I guess Kate Cunningham got some foul trouble right there. Or Ryan? Yeah, he was uh, in solid. He had four fouls uh, within the first minute of the third quarter, so he sat the rest of the third quarter. 
I'm kind of happy he didn't smash because he was very owned today. So maybe people will get off of him, and then we can smash on him again like we did lastly. Absolutely. Yeah, Thad Young was pretty good for sure. Sure, Thad, Thad Young was the best value of the slate. He he was. Uh, I mean, Derek Rose was the best value on the slate. He went nine point nine point five x, but um, he was only like point two percent owned in my league. So like, we'll just sweep that under the rug. Nobody was on him or Grayson Allen or any of those guys. I mean. Oh yeah, I so, forgot Grayson blew up. Yeah, he he did he did really well today, but he knocked down the tray ball. So there's that. Yeah, um, he did but, he did most of his damage in the first quarter. Right. Um, as we was talking before we got on the pod, uh, I don't know if Ryan was on here for the full talk, but um, this slate looks kind of ugly. This slate for a Saturday. It looks very yeah, ugly. Yeah, it does. So the first game. We'll get into it just to show how ugly it is. It's the Utah Jazz traveling to the Miami Heat. I'm not going to go over odds because half of them are not even in here. I think they only got one in here for tomorrow, so we'll just not even worry about that today. Uh, we'll start with Ryan. You missed the last episode. You can go first. What do you like about the Utah Jazz? Obviously, there's some news we got to wait on. Yeah, not much. It's, if Donovan Mitchell plays, I don't like anyone from this team. I just think it's Miami's defense. It's gonna be too, they're, they're pretty spread out anyway to start. Um, when everyone's healthy, so if Mitchell plays, I don't like him at all. Or I don't like anyone from Utah against Miami's defense. I really don't like much anyway from this Utah team. The only person I really do like is Mike Conley and Joe Ingles, but that's about it. I don't like really anyone else from this team. Maybe you can take some shots on Bogdan Bogdanovich or Bohan Bogdanovich running Bog, but uh, that's about it. I don't like much from this team. I don't like much from this game, to be honest with you, just because of it's the two best defensive teams. So, yeah, I agree. I mean, honestly, for me, if if Mitchell plays this game, it's a full fade. If he doesn't, then I'll take some of this value from Utah. But even then, I take the expecting them to be close to value. I don't expect a lot of a seven X's from this game. About you, size. Yeah, um, I think. Je- I, oh man, um, Miami obviously only scored seventy-eight points last week. They got really good defense. Um, you know, these are two of the best defensive teams, and that really doesn't intrigue me as far as uh, DFS perspective. Um, I think. I don't. Oh, man, uh, it depends on the news. If Donovan Mitchell's not in, I think he could play. Mike Conley, because I don't think. I don't think Lowry's playing, is he? Lowry is questionable, I believe. Yeah, he might not play. He left the game early. Um, so, I mean, if Donovan Mitchell's not out, I could see playing a um, Conley. But, I mean, I'm not really in love with this game. I'm not – I mean, maybe as we go through it, we get some news. I might like this slate a little better. But um, at the first – just first glance at the slate and at this game in particular, I'm not a fan. Yeah, I agree. What about on the Miami side, Dylan? You like anything? Uh, still, you can take shots with Lowry out if he doesn't play. But especially if Lowry play, plays, I mean, this Utah defense is damn near as good as Miami's. 
I really don't want to take shots against these defenses. If Lowry's out, you can plug in a hero. He'll get extended run. He could do a little better than he did last game. Um, you can take shots on Duncan Robinson. You can almost always take shots on Robinson. I mean, he, like I say every slate, he's going to be the guy that can win you a takedown. And if he busts, he's 4,200. It's not going to hurt you that bad. So, I mean, there, there's a couple guys you can take shots on, especially if Lowry's out, but I, I probably won't have any of them in my lineup. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. The, uh, I mean, with I like Jimmy Butler tomorrow just for the simple fact that he was really pissed off about that loss. But on this slate, you def- I don't think you can get up to Jimmy Butler. No, not at all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I, I do think Jimmy has a really good game. He didn't shake Boston's hands. He's he's pissed off. It kind of reminds me of that story a couple years ago when he ran with the third-string team or second team and beat the first team. He ran with a bunch of scrubs and beat the first team. Obviously, that was Minnesota. But and he I hated Jimmy in Minnesota, and he likes true. being in Miami. Yeah, he he does he does like Miami, but the I mean he was pissed off, and I I could see him having a good game, but just on the slate and the news we already know about the later game, you probably can't get up to um, Jimmy Butler, unfortunately. But I can I can definitely see him having sixty points, Fando points tomorrow. Absolutely, yeah, I agree. All right, let's move on to uh the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers traveling to the Chicago Bulls. Uh, Ryan, what do you like about Philadelphia? Yeah, I like some Philadelphia. Um, I'm not sure exactly where I'm going to land just yet from Philly. I think I'll actually have a couple pieces from them. Depending on news, you need to know the news, obviously, of um, uh, God, Danny Green and Furkan Korkmaz for sure. Um, I felt like there was someone else that was um, questionable, but he's not listed questionable on FanDuel anymore. I don't know why, but I thought for a reason Matisse Thibault was out. Um, you know, uh, that's weird. I thought I saw the same thing. I thought I saw that he was out due to COVID protocols. Yeah. And I, I looked, him. and I I could not find it for the life of me. And then I looked on Fandle and didn't see anything. So that's weird. Yeah, I saw that on uh, Fantasy Lab. I think tweeted out earlier. Yeah, and I think they deleted it because I couldn't find it. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't like much from this Philly team if Green and Cork Maz are back. Um, Niang's minutes will go down. He's also priced up now. Drummond will play his normal 15 minutes off the bench. I guess really the only guy I like is Embiid uh, from this team. Uh, just because his price is 9,300 and you know he can go off for 70 to 80 FanDuel points if he's on, the, uh, if he's on. So it's probably just Embiid if everyone plays. If he doesn't play, I, I don't mind. If, uh, Korkmaz and what's Danny Green don't play, I don't mind taking shots on Shake Milton at 4,800. Um, or Seth Curry. You can always take shots on Matisse Thibel, but just not in cash. He He's really just, you know, defense upside. So can't rely on that ever. So it's probably just Embiid for me with the news we know right now. Yeah, I mean, same for me. I'm not, I'm not even super high on Embiid. He hasn't been that good recently. No, he hasn't. So... 
I mean, it's really hard to get excited about playing in a meet, especially with all the other payups on this slate that we already have news for. Yeah, exactly. I mean, depending on the news, I might take a shot on a Matisse Thibault. I might take a shot on Miang. I may even take a shot on a Curry or Maxi, but it depends on uh, Danny Green and Corkmaz being out, like you said. If those two guys play, I don't think I'll have anybody from this team in my lineup. For sure. I think you guys nailed the Philadelphia. I just, um, I really can't trust uh, Embiid, but I mean, obviously, the talent's there. You gotta, I mean, 9,300, that's a ridiculous price for Embiid, you would think, but the way he's been playing, I don't know. Uh, he pretty much effed all of us the last game, so. But obviously, Embiid's always in play, especially at 9,300. You cannot go wrong. Yeah, absolutely. What about on the other side, the Chicago Bulls? Um, I actually really like Nikola Vucevic tomorrow. Uh, not I don't know if you guys know this, but this is a revenge game for Vucevic. Uh, 76ers always is. It was his first team. And normally he does pretty well against them. He has some low floors, but he has some really high ceilings against uh, this team. And uh, his last game against them was fairly bad, and I do expect him to have like a bounce back from that because this is usually a team he gets up to play. And I mean, all the same, the usual suspects from the Chicago team on a small slate like this, you're probably going to have exposure to Chicago, whether you really want to or not. I like DeRozan at his price. He's been out for me it pretty consistently. Um, I don't mind taking a shot at Lonzo. His price is coming back down where I feel comfortable playing him. Uh, the only guy I'm really not super comfortable playing is Zach Levine. Uh, I mean, he's extremely scoring dependent. His peripherals are fairly inconsistent. So at 7,900, he's got to have damn near a 30, 35 point game to hit and exceed value. And with this team being so well balanced, I don't see him doing that. about you, Ryan? For sure. The only guy right now I can tell end up in my lineup just with obviously pricing and stuff is Alex Caruso. Um, right now, I actually don't have any um, Chicago in my lineup just because there's so much value at the point guard, shooting guard position. I mean, there's not so much value, but there's decent value and there's really good payups. So, I don't know if there's much bulls I can play on this slate. Right now, I have zero in my lineup, but that could all change again. Like we said, um, but yeah, it's probably, I like Alex Cruz, so I don't mind Zach Levine. I know Dylan said, you know, he, he isn't doing much to surpass value, but he's still taking the most shots on the team. Um, he shot terrible from three last game. He's playing the most minutes on the team. He's, he's seen games where he gets assists and rebounds, um, steals and blocks. So I, I don't mind Zach Levine at his 7,900 price tag at all. Um, but. Yeah, it's pretty much. I think I just only looking at Caruso right now, which is um, the other payouts on the slate. So you don't like you don't like DeRozan more with his consistency than you do Levine. I mean, I do, but I I think of them as the same player. 
to be fair. They're both scoring dependent. Um, DeRozan has been the hotter one, but I'd rather take the guy for a $600 discount that has been the better player over the last couple seasons, for sure. I mean, DeRozan's peripherals have been much more consistent than Levine's, too, though. For sure, but I think this is a slate where you're going to need the 600. Fair enough. But again, I like I do like DeRozan for the fact that he's that small forward. It that position is absolute garbage, um, and there's pretty good value at point guard, shooting guard. So, um, I might end up going DeRozan just for the fact that he's that small forward. He's or he's small forward eligible. Yeah. Size. How about you? Yeah, I think you guys nailed that. Um, uh, the team seems really balanced and. Um, the Rosen just gave the, the same Philadelphia team the business the last time they played, which was the last time the Bulls played. Uh, but uh, DeRozan went 11 for 12 at the free throw line. Obviously, you can't depend on that every game. But he does still do a good job of getting to the free throw line. Um, but the other takes, I mean, yeah, I, I, do, I do love Alex Caruso just because uh, how the slate's going to go uh, from the later game. I think you're going to have to find that value. Uh, one thing I'm mad about is George's Niang's at 4,600 on this game. I mean, I looked at this price at 3700 fellas. Yeah, they finally priced him up. Uh, he's, yeah, he, I mean, rightfully so, though, but still. That's the only one I'm mad about about this game. But anything else from this game from you two? No, no I'm good. Let's uh, cruise right into the Boston Celtics versus the Dallas Mavericks. Obviously, um, Jalen Brown went out last game. So, Ryan, with that said, uh, you like any Boston players? Yeah, I, I don't like Jason Tatum at his price at all. Um, usually people would be like, oh, Brown's up, fire up Tatum. I'm not a huge Tatum fan of mine on a slate like this. I don't think you need to fire up Tatum at all. I'd rather play much other people at this, around the same price than uh, Jason Tatum. But my favorite play, and it could be my favorite play on the entire slate, actually, um, is a 6K Dennis Scrotum. Uh, the dude's playing 30 minutes off the bench, taking the second most shots on the team. Um his usage is there. He gives, he's going to get you some assists, some rebounds, and he's going to get you some steals also. And at 6K, you only need 30 points for value. And without Jalen Brown, um, you're going to see probably Dennis Schroeder play about 30 to 35 minutes, and you're going to see him his shots go way up. So I really do like Dennis Schroeder. He's probably my favorite play from the Celtics team. Uh, yeah. And I don't like many other people. I do like a guy that I'll let Dylan talk about, but it's just them two for me. Well, I'll start off with a guy that I don't think you thought I was going to talk about. Uh, Romeo Langford. I really like Romeo tomorrow. Uh, with uh, Jalen Brown going out the last game, he played almost 30 minutes. Uh, we saw last year. Off, it was, but I still assume he'd get 20-plus minutes at 3,700. Especially if Josh Richardson's still out, too. Yeah, that's a big piece if Josh Richardson is out or not. That's gonna be big yeah, it, yeah. I I think he will be personally. Uh, and if both of those guys are out, and Richard's out on top of Brown, I really like Romeo Langford at thirty seven hundred. I mean, he's a guy that we know they like. They put him in the starting lineup when guys were out last year. Yeah. So we've seen him play big minutes for him before, and we've seen that when he gets those minutes, that is a price tag that he can absolutely blow out the water. For sure. 
So, so for some of that value that we need on a slate like this, I 100% don't mind Langford. And now for the guy that Ryan figured I was going to talk about, I love Al Horford tomorrow. I mean, he, he's been outside of a couple games, actually outside of one game, he's been super consistent. He, he's been averaging just great numbers. He's been averaging much higher minutes than I would have expected him to this year. He's not sitting on backs to back, back to backs. So obviously he's feeling pretty good. Uh, I mean, I could see him putting up 50 candle points tomorrow easily at 7,600. Sure. And I still don't mind. I, I know you don't like him tomorrow, but I don't mind Tatum. I don't think anybody, especially if Kristaps doesn't play again. Yeah. If Kristaps doesn't play, I like Tatum a good bit. And with the other news that we already have on this slate, I don't think he'll be very highly owned. So I especially like him for GPPs because I think everybody goes AD and you get Tatum at lower ownership. Sure. Yeah, that will be one way to get different is if you had Tatum and um, uh, Butler uh, instead of the, obviously, the already mentioned AD. That's going to be a lot different. Um, so uh, Jason Tatum played horrible last game. Obviously, that's because they played Miami. Miami's a really good defensive team. And for whatever reason, um, I guess they only played 29 minutes. I guess it was a blowout, right? Yeah. All right. So, obviously, he'll see the 30-plus minutes. He'll obviously shoot the most on the team without Jalen Brown there, unless Marcus Mark makes a comment in timeout or some shit. I don't know. Um, but I, I do like your take. I do like Romeo Langford as well, especially for that value. I do like uh, Dennis Schroeder as well because he'll take shots, so he's got high usage, um, and he'll get you the peripherals as well. Um, so those are basically my three that I would take. But, again, like if you're just building one lineup, Tatum's not going to make that lineup. Oh, no, I'm building one lineup, and I think there's a very good chance he'll make mine. Another thing we're kind of – yeah, another thing that we're kind of burying here is the fact that this is a big pace-up spot for uh, Boston. Boston has been playing at a really low pace this season, and Dallas is playing at a much higher pace than them. So – Wait, you said Tatum's going to be in your lineup? Yeah. Which is usually something I'm very against. I don't mind him, yeah, but you'd rather play him over some other guys in a high, in the same exact kind of pace. I mean, I don't know where you're getting the same exact kind of pace. Westbrook, I'll just say it. The Lakers have are at a really low pace right now, actually. Yeah, but it's against There's Portland. It. It's against Portland, though. Yeah, and I mean, they've, just, they've played like against the Rockets for two games, the Thunder. For their, four of their games have been against the Rockets and Thunder, who are you know, extremely low paced. You know, fellas, I'm, uh, sorry to cut you off, but um, do you do you think um, with LeBron out, you think the pace goes up? Because LeBron, when he comes up the court, he likes to slow it down a little bit. Yeah, like, I do. do you think they'll be running? At, yeah, I, I thought so too. Uh, that's the only. Th- that's the one thing I want. To, I know we're not in that game, but you guys were talking about it. I think the Lakers play it a much. I mean, you, I don't think you LeBron. can fade Russ and Dame. I mean, you can in GPs, I guess, but I mean that narrative between Russ and Dame is always there. I mean, that's part of that's part of the reason. That's part of the reason I like Tatum. It's easier to get the pieces I want with Tatum in my lineup over AD. I think he has similar upside to AD tomorrow. 
we obviously haven't seen it that much this year, but he, his ceiling is legitimately over 60 Fanduel points. And yeah, I like this matchup. Without LeBron in an almost overtime game, I mean, Dallas has not been able to stay with teams, especially against Boston, who's pretty good defensively. I think Marcus Smart and company shuts down Luka. If KP doesn't play, I mean, I like someone else from that team I have in my lineup. We're not, I mean, we're not on that team yet. I mean, we can just go to the team. Jalen Brunson is one of my favorite players of the slate. He's still only 5,200. And when Luka Doncic gets shut down, which I think they're going to turn all their focus to Luka Doncic tomorrow, because Dallas has not been a good team when Luka Doncic has been dining. So I think, you know, Boston did a pretty good job at shutting down Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler last game for much of the game. Butler finally decided to do something a little bit in the second half, but for the majority of that first half, Butler was just shut down. So, I mean, um, I mean, I don't disagree with that. I don't think Luka does it a lot tomorrow. I also like Brunson, but I think you're discounting just how much Brown does for this team. I think it's going to be a lot easier for but Dallas. We've seen Brown, close Brown, Brown, Brown. Out, though. We've seen him be out earlier in the season. And, I mean, Tatum really didn't do much with Brown out in both those games. And I'm just, I'm not trying to, I don't, I love, I played Tatum a couple times this season. I think I played him twice now. Um, but I just think, you know, I don't think this game stays close. I mean, Brown's Which been is, out once once so far this season. It was against Houston, and Tatum put up 50 candle points. So, I mean, that's yeah. not bad. It's not at all, but um, I'd much rather yeah. – um, go ahead. Well, I mean, we most definitely will have two different lineups. I'm perfectly okay with that. Uh, I think for GPPs, Tatum's a great play. I think it gets oh, off sure. of a, probably, probably 60% of AD. And if AD has a down game because he's matched up with uh, Nurkic all day and Rocco, and Tatum has a better game because he's matched up with Powell and Kleber, I'm going to be extremely happy. <laughs> you think he's matched up with Powell and Kleber? You don't think um, Al Horford and Time Lord are still matched up against him? It could be. I mean, still, regardless. So he's matched up with DFS then, or Hardaway. I, I'm still perfectly okay with that. I know. I, I would much rather like, be matched up with anybody from this Dallas team than I would. I'm just not a big fan Broco. of Tatum's usage because I mean we've seen Dennis Schroeder's usage and Al Horford's usage. I mean they're pretty well balanced even without Brown because they still got pieces. Unlike uh, Lakers, less LeBron. I mean this is great GP. Again, I'm I'm from Cash. Everyone knows that. Um, you know, AD's usage is like forty percent without LeBron. I mean that dude is constantly taking shots. He's gonna get you every rebound. Um. I mean, I, I don't. I just think I like Jason Tatum. I just think there's other pieces on that team where I just don't like how he's going to justify that price tag. And I think Dallas. I mean, which is why they've been so bad is they try to single out one guy and they let the secondary guys burn them every game. I mean, they try to stop Tatum. I mean, we've seen. I don't I'm not going to go game log chasing here with who they've played, but. I don't know. I just would rather play, like you said, Al Horford, Romeo Langford, Dennis Schroeder than uh, Jason Tatum because I just think there's more pieces to this team. And I don't think this game stays close, in my opinion. I, I think they shut down Luka, which is why we're, we're going to talk about Dallas here. I love Jalen Brunson. He's blowout proof. Um, he's only 5,200, and we're, we're seeing him, his upside just go up, 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 up. So I don't know. Me and Dylan do disagree a lot just because we talk about from we're from different standpoints here, you know. I I I'm cash and he's GP, so it's it's gonna be different. But 
I'm not a huge Jason Tatum fan, even in GVPs tomorrow. I mean, I personally, I I am a pretty big fan of Jason Tatum tomorrow, and a very good possibility that he ends up in my lineup. What about you, Sides? How much do you like Tatum? Um, I like Tatum, but, I mean, if you're looking at it from a GPP perspective, I guess you can go Tatum over AD, uh, because Tatum is going to take all the shots. I'm not a big fan of Dallas's defense, especially no Porzingis. I mean, I don't know who would, like, Benny Smith would guard Tatum? It's going to you know, be Benny I, Smith. I think, it's gonna... I think it's Powell, or um, who was who was the other guy you said? I just said uh, Benny Smith. No, Kleber or how Kleber is out. Uh, he might still be out. I'm not sure. Yeah, he's still out. I, don't, I, I just don't think he takes a lot. I think you see Dennis Schroeder's usage. I think Dennis Schroeder has a high, higher usage than Jason Tatum. Though. You know, I guess a bold take. It, it really is, but um, I mean, like yeah. I said, I don't mind. I don't make. I don't mind Schroeder at all tomorrow. But I definitely think that. Tatum is a great pivot for GPPs to get off of uh, a chalky AD. I think for AD sure. comes in. If he plays tomorrow, AD is going to be over 60% owned in GPPs, and that's not the way you take down a tournament is by playing the 60% owned guy. Yeah, I agree. But, I mean, I, I will have Westbrook in my lineup, and Westbrook will also be 60% owned, and I don't want two guys that are 60% owned. For sure. In cash, that's fine, but in GPPs, there's no point to it. Yeah. Get it. I think we all agree on the Brunson take, though, right? Oh, yeah, Brunson's great. I like Brunson a lot. All right. Let's go to uh, our second-to-last game here. It's going to be the Atlanta Hawks traveling out to uh, Phoenix. Um, Ryan, go ahead and start with Atlanta. What do you like? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm still a big fan of Phoenix's defense, even though it hasn't been there this year. They look like they're getting better these last couple of games, though, for sure. Um, we're finally seeing their old defense, how they've been playing. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Atlanta, like Dylan said, when everyone's healthy. You just really can't play anyone just because, you know, um, they're just so well-balanced. Exactly with what, as what Dylan said. So, I mean, I still like Clint Capella's price, um, but I'm not a huge fan of it against DeAndre in defense, especially since he's only playing like 20 to 25 minutes every game. Um, that's not a huge, uh, not a huge, like, say, oh, my God, play me. I'd rather play Andre Drummond, who's going to be playing 15 to 20 um, for 500 cheaper because he's got a higher usage off the bench. So, um, I don't know. I guess I don't mind taking shots on Trey Young. I just don't think you can do it on tomorrow's slate. Not against Chris Paul, man. No, not against Chris Paul defense, but that's the only guy I'd play from this team. I, I don't mind John Collins at that price, um, but he just hasn't been doing much else, you know, rebounding assist-wise. So I'm not the biggest fan of anyone on this Hawks team. So 
no, I'm really surprised with how little Collins is really doing, considering that he turned down a contract from from uh, Atlanta, and it's a contract year now. Yeah. Uh, I really would expect to see more out of him. Well, to be fair, I mean, they're just all balanced. Besides Trey Young, no one's taking more than 10 shots. Yeah. So I just don't think you can play anyone on this team at all. I like DeAndre Hunter's price. It's just he doesn't do anything else except score. Yeah, I agree with that, too. I think you guys nailed that take. I'm not a, I'm not ever a big fan of the Atlanta Hawks unless there's some injuries. Absolutely. I mean, you could always take a one-off on Trey Young because, I mean, he can go bonkers any night, but um, it's always safe to stay away, to be honest. Yeah. What about on the other side, the Phoenix side, Dylan? On the Phoenix side, Kind of the same thing. You can take shots on guys. I don't mind Chris Paul tomorrow. I don't mind Booker. Uh, I don't mind Bridges. I don't mind Crowder. I don't mind Aiton. Uh, I'm not overly high on any of them. I, I like some of the value. I don't mind McCall. I don't mind Bridges' price. I don't mind Jay Crowder's price. Chris Paul's been absolutely ridiculous these last few games. He really has. And against Trey Young defense, I don't I don't see that changing much. So I definitely don't mind Chris Paul tomorrow. But uh, no, nobody gets me too excited from either of these teams, honestly. I, I, I'm right now, as you guys can see, I sent you a lineup. I have McCall Bridges in my lineup currently for his price. Yeah, that's about it for me. Yeah, I, I don't mind taking shots. Uh, JaVale McGee, as, as ugly as it sounds, he's playing about 20 minutes a game at only 4,100. Um, his usage is, you know, he's points per minute, so you could easily see about 25 points from in 17 minutes tomorrow, especially against um, the uh, Phoenix bench. Um, I mean, not Phoenix bench, they just, against Atlanta's bench, or John Collins, he'll just dominate anyone he plays. Uh, if he sees 20 minutes tomorrow off the bench, I don't mind it at all. They're they're being careful with Aiden. They're not playing him as much as they used to, just because you know come back from injury. So I don't know. I don't mind taking shots on Javale McGee. I'm gonna have to disagree with Dylan here. I I I mean I I can agree to disagree. I like Michael Bridges' price. I just hate how he's so scoring dependent. He hasn't been doing much else. And he some games he'll take ten plus shots. Some games he'll take three shots. So in cash, I just don't think you can play Michael. Uh, he's so hit or miss. Um, scoring-wise, and if he's not scoring, then you're not going to see close to value. So I don't know. I don't like much from the Suns team. The only guy I like, I'll agree, is Chris Paul, but there's just better pay-up point guards tomorrow. So that's that's it for me. It's just probably JaVale McGee, honestly. Hey, Ryan, real quick, are you cashing at the moment? Um, Probably not. Curse uh, Levert and Miles Bridges will suck, so... I was going to say, I got a floor game out of Terry and Miles Bridges, and I'm still going to cash. This is These are the lowest cash lines I've seen this season, and uh, all the starters from the Golden State game, I'm pretty sure, just got pulled. I missed cash by .5. I'm at 272.5, and every cash line's at, like, one cash line's at 272.8, one cash line's at 275, or 273, um, 276. 
So I'm literally out by like 0.5 in every contest. So sad hours again. Yeah, this happens every night for me. I'm like 0.1 out of cash. It's whatever though. It's wild. John Moran really fucked me. I, I had a, when he gets when he only has 23 Fanduel points. I mean, I don't know. And he had all those. He had fucking six points, six boards, and three assists in the first quarter, and he only ended up getting one more assist and five more points the rest of the game. I don't know. Miles Bridges, complete ass. Um, and Richie in our chat, uh, he's not the MVP. MVPs don't have floor games like that. Yeah, Charlotte had a really rough night tonight. Taylor Sacramento scored 140. That's absolutely crazy. All my mid-price 7K guys all scored 30, 30 or less points. <laughs> it's sad, except Scotty Barnes and Jared Allen. Those two have a... Um, pass, but John, I, I almost played DeJounte Murray today, too, because I liked him without... I just didn't want to leave 400 on the table, and I liked John Moran better, for sure, because of the pace. I thought he'd have a good bounce back after they just got lost, but the coach just doesn't want to play him, I guess, so... Never mind, I ended up cashing somehow. Well, there you go. Uh, I'm going to cash by, like, two points tonight, everywhere. Well, I didn't really cash. I just made a dollar. I cashed in some, didn't cash in some. But I, I profited. So Better than not profiting. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's talk about the last game on the slate before we get too dialed, and we can talk about this after the podcast. But um, the Lakers side, I'm going to be the narrator just because I started talking about it anyway. Uh, size, what do you like from the Lakers size, side? I like the fact that we already know LeBron's out. I really like that. For a week. That's, for a week. Yeah, for, yeah, we got we got that news. Um, obviously, you got to look at, I think, the number one option, um, for this slate anyway, is Russell Westbrook against um, Damian Lillard defense. Um, I think you start with him because he is priced lower than AD. So um, I think he's – I think he's the be- one of the best plays on the slate with the Dane defense, um, to be honest. And then, um, obviously, this team looked horrible against OKC. I mean, how do you blow a 19-point lead? It's beyond me. But I think in cash, I think it's AD and Westbrook that you got to play because I think, the, um, you know, they both hit value. I think Westbrook does a little bit better on the um, rebounds and assists next game, to be honest. I don't know what happened, like, with LeBron out, why he didn't have more rebounds and assists. But I look for him to have a double-double at least against Dane. Um, and then, besides the obvious two, um, the only other one I like is Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony steps his game up um, off the bench. I'm not even look at his price, but uh, I do like um, Carmelo as well. Coming off the bench for the Lakers, he's going to put up all the shots. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Carmelo's been doing fantastic without LeBron, that's for sure. For sure. I don't know why he didn't take the game-winning three. When he was yeah, I don't know why him. Westbrook took it, not him. I mean, that's uh, that's Westbrook for you, you know? But, um, yeah, I mean, that that's really it for me. I mean, you could take a flyer on Malik Monk, but he really hasn't played well. Um, I mean, the the what's the white guy's name? Reeves? He's been playing yeah. better than uh, Malik Monk recently and playing more minutes. So, yeah. I mean, I guess you could take a shot on him as well if you're looking for value. But it's basically just really AD and Westbrook for me. And then, you know, that's pretty much almost all your money. 
I agree 100%. It's Westbrook in uh, AD for me, too. I, I, I don't think you can play a 6,500 Carmelo in cash. I mean, you take shots from the GPPs. He's just so scoring dependent. And he just had a good scoring game. Doubt he does it again. So I mean, that's also the highest price we've seen him at in a long time. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't think he was priced that high ever when he was playing for the Trailblazers. No, not at all. That that price is terrifying. I I landed on him at one point and I was like, no, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that now. Exactly. Yeah, I just don't think you can do it. Like there's certain guys you land on them, and despite matchup, you're like, okay, I'm all right with that. And his price, I'm just it, as good as he's been. It just terrifies me because he sure. can legitimately go out and get you there five, five or ten Pandle points. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, yeah, you guys know it. Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis. Um, the interesting thing is Anthony Davis is questionable. He legitimately messed his thumb up uh, against OKC. If he sits, you, you 100% Russell Westbrook will be 100% owned, and he should be. You should absolutely play him. Uh, I think you have to play Dwight Howard. I, I can agree with that. Dwight Howard will be a smash spot with uh, no AD. But unfortunately, you probably won't get that news until after lock. So just run AD at the five if you're playing AD. I agree that you probably won't get that news. That is another reason I like fading AD, because on the off chance that he does sit, uh, and we get the news 15 minutes before that game starts, I'll be in a really good position. Yeah, but if he does get out, I'll just go down from him to Dwight Howard and go up somewhere else because I just don't know where else I'd go up, honestly. So you're right. If I don't have the news by the 8.30 game. So you're going to have a lot of money on the table. Yeah. If he is ruled out, I'll probably go up with Tatum for sure. Yeah, but I don't think we'll know early enough for that. No. I think he still plays. I do, too. Oh, I mean, more than likely, not. because he's <laughs> always questionable. But he Dude, definitely the Lakers old. news is ridiculous. That's why I was so happy that we got LeBron news for a week. Like, we don't have to worry about it for a week. But I will say, yeah. all the times I've seen AD get hurt on the court, it never looked <clears throat> serious. And he looked to be in legitimate pain with his sprained thumb. But he came back and played. He played well. Just yeah, like he did. that knee injury when he was on the ground for three minutes holding it. Came back and didn't miss a game. You know, you'd think when you have a glass player like AD has been, you'd uh, you'd say screw it and just let him set a game. But that's not the case. All right, what do we like about Portland, guys? Dame, Dame. Uh, yep, Dame. Yeah, it's just, you know the Westbrook thing. Dame was awful today. He was legit dog shit today. Screwed a lot of people. One of the main reasons the cash line was low. But he's got Westbrook defense. The narrative um, there. What? Uh, I was looking at his game log and I realized that it's not today's game that's on there. Oh. Yeah. I was really confused for a second because I was like, he did, got 46 Fando points. That's not that bad. And then I realized that that was against Cleveland. No, that's the right game. 
Yeah, he had 29 FanDuel points today. So a lot of the top payups today sucked. So if you made a balanced lineup, congrats to you. Um, um, no, I made a balanced lineup, and it still wasn't that no, good. I, I know, just barely yeah, John, John, I'm just talking about a lot of people. A lot of high-owned payups. Shit the bed today. Yeah, it definitely did. So Giannis. I don't mind taking shots on Nurkic if AD's out. There's really no one that can stop him. Uh, Dwight Howard defense is just dog shit. So with DeAndre Jordan's, um, I, I don't mind Nurkic. But if AD's out, you got to play Howard. So Nurkic probably just won't even be an option, honestly. Um, I don't mind taking shots at 8K CJ McCollum at all. Um, he's been just so inconsistent, though. I just don't think you can play him in cash. Um, but he's definitely viable in uh, GPPs. So, um, yeah. I mean, he had 40 FanDuel points today. He'll get you points, rebounds, assists. He's in a good matchup, obviously, against the Lakers. So, I don't mind McCollum. I don't mind Norman Powell either. Um, Powell's been you know, good. He's just been, he's, yeah, he's been a stud. I think he'll probably end up in my lineup tomorrow just because of his price and how bad the shooting guard, small forward position is. So, they're not shooting guard small forward. I was looking at this thing. Just with how bad the small forward position is tomorrow. Uh, so, yeah. And Roko has been a stud lately. Uh, we saw him have a terrible just, game. Um, that's just mind-blowing how good Roko's been. He put been. up 6x again today, and I don't mind taking shots on him at all. Only 4-3 on a slate like this. Uh, if he busts, so what? It, so what? He's been hitting, you know, around 27 FanDuel points the last three games. So, yeah, I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. Um, he's seen a floor of four points, obviously, but that was against Philly. I don't know why he only played 19 minutes. Was there a reason that? Did he get hurt or something? I don't think so. It might have been foul trouble. I can look real quick. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I don't mind taking shots. I'm like Dylan said earlier with Duncan Robinson. He's got a high ceiling. Um, you can win tournaments with him, in my opinion, at that price. Um, and then, then just with how bad the position is, there's not much value. Um, at those positions tomorrow. So I don't mind it at all. I don't mind playing three. I don't mind playing like six players from this game, honestly, with just the how much value there is in this game. I'll probably end up with three three guys from this game, or five guys from this game. I'll probably end up with three Trailblazers with Dane Powell and Co- Covington. Um, just for Covington for value. And the game, I think, stays close. I don't like playing three Trailblazers. I don't think they all smash. But I just think Covington's price is just too good to pass up with the minutes he's playing. Um, so, I don't know. All right, Ryan, the verdict on why Roku played 19 minutes is I have no clue because he had zero fouls. There's nothing anywhere saying he got hurt. He just played 19 minutes. And Nasir Little and Larry Nance played 18 and 20. Weird. It's just that one game, I guess. Yeah. yeah. It's a weird outlier. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, he has been doing really good. Surprisingly good. I don't, I, I don't ever consider Roko a very good DFS play because, I mean, he has a high ceiling for that price, but not a high ceiling compared to other guys. His yeah. ceiling is, like, legitimately 30 Fandle points, which is great for that price. But it's not a ceiling that we see very often. Yeah. But I agree. On a slate like tomorrow, with only five games, with a lot of payups you need to get to, uh, I don't mind it. I agree with Dame. I love Dame tomorrow. Uh, I really like Norm Powell. 
I liked Norm Powell today, actually. He did very good. So I can get behind that. I get behind taking shots on CJ. Although I don't want CJ and Dame in the same lineup because uh, it makes it really hard to get other good plays that you need to get to. And uh, I also don't at all mind Anthony Simons again. He's consistently around value, and he in smash value at 4,400. His minutes aren't very consistent, but he's generally getting 20-plus, and at that price, I don't mind him. Sure. I think you guys know that one. I love Anthony Simons tomorrow because of uh, you're going to need value, and at $4,400, I don't know um, – that much value on this slate that's going to probably produce. I mean, obviously he's very score independent, but at 4,400 against the Lakers in a pay up, uh, pace up spot, I think he's doing very well. But you yeah. guys nailed all the other takes. I'm, my lineup is literally starting Dane, Westbrook, and AD, and then I'm working around those guys. Exactly. I guess in the same way I'm at right now. I think we're ready to make a lineup. For sure. And on this lineup, we're not going to build around those guys, fellas. We're going to be really? different. Mm-hmm. So, Ryan, you wasn't here yesterday. I went first, so you get to go first today. Okay. You know me, pay-up guy, Luka Doncic, point guard. That didn't take long. Dylan, you want to take him? Oh, sure, I'll go next. Vucevic at center. Yeah, up for all three guys here and then just go value, value, value. If I know yeah, uh, let's do Tatum. Yeah. That still leaves us with a healthy amount left. Yes, it does. All right, I'm going to go with my one of my favorite plays again from this Boston game. Um, it's going to be a little more than our average salary, but we're going to go De- Dennis Schroeder. All right, well, we're going to put him at shooting guard. Well, I guess we don't have to. Simon's is there. Playing wherever we're going to... right now. Move him around well, if we need to. Well, I was going to play Simon's. I thought Simon's was just point guard, but he's point guard, shooting guard, so we can play him in either spot, too. Okay. I like it. For sure. And then um, shooting guard, we'll get, um, we'll get uh, our good friend Alex Caruso. Get some more value. I like it. Okay. That us a nice, nice amount. Decent amount. For me to play our other good friend, Norman Powell. Dylan, we have two. We can either have two power forwards or one small forward, because we can put Tatum at power forward, whatever you want to do, but. Um, $5,500 average salary. I'm going to leave you shit and play Carmelo Anthony at power forward. Leave me with shit and play Carmelo Anthony at power forward. I I love it. $4,500, small forward or power forward, whatever you want to do. 
There's a few options. None of them great. None of them horrible. No. I'm trying to look at who's at small forward. I don't even remember. Play them. That's small forwards. You have Hunter, Crowder, Thibault. Rocco, Robinson. All right. Which one do you like, Dylan? You like Thibel or the only the only two I'm thinking about is Roco Ro, Roco or Thibel. Honestly, I, and I can't believe I'm saying this. I would say probably Roco, just for the matchup and uh, the fact that I, Brian said he thinks that Green and Corkmaz come back tomorrow. All right. Well, that put us at three Portland guys that Ryan likes. Maybe not Anthony Simons, but. We'll put him at power forward then. Uh, so we have Luca and Simons. We have Schroeder and Caruso, Norm Powell and Jason Tatum, Carmelo Anthony, Rocco, and Nikola Vucevic, which would be way different than anybody else has. That is 100% fact. Oh, yeah, this lineup is super different. The only guy that I would even expect to have a decent amount of ownership is Carmelo. Me is Norm Powell. Or no, I only mean for ownership wise, yeah. I for me personally, I would have a ton of Norman Powell. But that's probably the only player. That, him and Dennis Schroeder in this lineup is who I probably will have a ton of ownership on. That's about it. But yes, I think Carmelo will be Highland, and I hope he is because he is not going to be great. Yeah, I'm not excited to play him against Marco defense or Larry Nance defense for that matter. I don't think Carmelo would do good against either of them. Exactly. But yeah, this is a super different lineup, and if if we were to see AD and Westbrook bust and come in undervalued tomorrow, uh, the person that would pick up that slack is Carmelo. So maybe it's um, Avery Bradley. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Austin Reed's forty-point game tomorrow. Imagine that would be hilarious. I would cry. <laughs> Bad thing is with this fucked up Lakers team, it's possible. But yeah, I mean, in terms of getting different and having a lineup with takedown to potential, I, I think we accomplished that with this one. Oh, for sure. Hunter. One hundred. All right. Any other any any final words on this site, fellas? It's gross. <laughs> Very gross. It's gross, but you can still be different. Uh, just like we did with the two minds lineup. Uh, you can even try to put in a butler or something like that if you're making multiple lineups. Just uh. You know, I, I do kind of like Luca tomorrow, but it's, he's just been very disappointing. But we'll see. Um, and Cash, I don't think, and Ryan can speak on. I don't think you can fade Dame Westbrook or AD. I think they you start with there and then work your way around those three because if you try to fade one of them and one of them goes off and the other one doesn't, you're not cashing. Yep, I agree. 
All right. Well, as always, we do appreciate it. You guys have a great night, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. See you.